0: What up, Q? What up, Radio World? Mm-hmm. Because if you got a problem
1: with you can hang your phone up, baby. I don't care about it. What you
0: talking about,
2: Call it, go ahead. Well, let me thank you for having me on your show. It's so awesome to be here with the, you and all your listeners. It's almost like.
3: What's going on, people? Going on. All right. Is- I want to welcome all of you to the Talk to Q radio show tonight, a special Wednesday edition. My name is Quincy, and this is my show. And tonight's show is brought to you by author Michelle K. Ray. She's the sponsor of tonight's show. Her first title in the Little Aussie Critters' Children's Book Series is now on Amazon, A Huntsman Spider in My House, by Australian author Michelle Ray. And it features charming illustrations and fun for all. It's an entertaining and education-based book for your preschooler. Sit your little one down and enjoy this fun-filled book that teaches your child the importance of the ecosystem. Challenge your fear of spiders. Visit LittleAussieCritters.com or search A Huntsman's Spider in My House on Amazon. The ebook book is available now, so get your copy today. All right, and thanks to Michelle for being one of the sponsors of tonight's Talk to Q radio show. Alright, tonight I am joined by a guest He's from the Big Apple And he starred in his first movie Which I believe was Losing Isaiah Before he was even old enough to be in the first grade Please welcome the talented young actor Mr. Mark John Jeffries to the Talk to Q Radio show Hey, what's going on? How are you? I'm doing great, I'm doing great How's it going with you? Everything's good, I'm doing pretty good Okay, great. It's a pleasure to have you on, and um we'll go ahead and get started uh for those who may have a question for Mark, you can call three four seven two zero two zero two one five. All right, now, you started at such a young age. were you mm-hmm. just born were you just born to act and you knew it you know at an early age, or did your family kind of get start- get you started and you excelled from there?
4: Well, my family kind of got me started in excelled from there. My dad gave me my start when I was, like, three weeks old. So before I, like, even consciously knew what I was doing, I was in the industry and working. And then, like, once I got to a certain age and I realized, hey, I'm an actor, it was already, like, in it by then. It was part of me. Okay, okay. Now, how old were you when you did Losing AXL?
3: I was four. Four, wow. Yeah. Okay, okay. So yeah, you were you were really young but still old enough to appreciate Hallie's be- beauty I'm sure. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. but so, um I mean I, I guess it's in is in the blood because you have
4: a sister who um it has been in what T V and, and movies as well? Yeah, my sister she um she's the voice of Uniqua on the Backyard against for the whole stint of the show, with Sean Tane Jeffries. And uh, she's done like a lot of commercials And um, she was in She did a voice in the movie uh, I think it was called Yankee Irving An animated film And she okay. was also Young Elizabeth in a movie Of mine, Haunted Mansion But the role, the scenes that she did Didn't make the cut because of time Okay, okay Well, right, That's great and um, I have A godson who used to
3: love the Bat Yardigans and um, I remember which one Uniqua was, and so I never mm-hmm. never knew that. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, was uh, a family thing. Okay. Yes. Now, sir. you've been in quite a few movies yourself. You you know Monsters Inc., Brown Sugar, Notorious, Get Rich or Die Trying. Is there a role that you've played so far in your career that stands out to you the most? Um.
4: I would honestly say that losing Isaiah is that role because that's been that's been my biggest challenge from a dramatic standpoint. And I've just been waiting for the opportunity, especially as a, an adult now, to be able to show my dramatic range again. And the closest opportunity I had to that I would say was get Richard Dodd trying. But now I'm looking for something where I can go all out like I did in losing Isaiah.
3: Okay, okay. And
4: losing Isaiah,
3: although it's been a while since I've seen the movie, I remember and it was a it was a great movie. I actually think that was Halle Berry's best acting performance that I've seen.
0: Either yeah, that or she did. Um
3: so the fact that um, I don't think she won anything for that or even I don't even know if she was even nominated, but uh, mm-hmm. I mean I just thought she did such a great job. But yeah, I mean she did. you've worked with, you know, Halle, Eddie Murphy and the Haunted Mansion. Tay Mm -hmm. Diggs, um, and quite a few other talented actors. Now, were you old enough to appreciate the people you worked with, um, you know, in regards to maybe, you know, were you starstruck or did you realize the level of talent you were around, or was it just a job to you, you know, as a kid?
4: It was honestly just a job to me, and that's the way that I still view it. Um, I still come into contact with a lot of A-listers and things like that Um, My last movie that I shot Brotherly Love, we were on the phone With Will, the the cast and I Were on the phone with Will Smith The day before we started shooting And I know Will from Eddie's house Being over at Eddie Murphy's house, I would see him a lot Over there, but Mm -hmm. I still View it as just a job, and you know All jobs that you work, there's always Those in a, I guess you can say A higher position that you can learn from And that's the way that I view it, so when Opportunities like that present itself and there's, I meet somebody that's willing to share some knowledge I'm always ready to listen
3: Okay So you're a lot better than me Because I just can say Oh yeah, I met him over at Eddie Murphy's house I could uh-uh, I <laughs> Brag and tell everybody Oh yeah, I was chilling with Eddie at poolside Me and Will Smith And <clears> man, my friends would hate me <laughs> But uh, Okay, I have a couple of callers on the line If you don't mind speaking to a couple of your fans Okay. Um, let me go to the one area code In Arkansas And bring on Amy Amy how are you this evening
1: I'm doing good What's going on Keith? Mark, Not how are you? you have a question hey, for Mark uh, Yeah um, I, I personally think As a 4 year old child You deserved an academy award For your portrayal as Isaiah Wow thank you and I'm, I'm, how you played a crack addicted child as a child—I mean, that was just wow. I mean, sure. do that at four. What could you do now as an adult? But my question I wanted to ask you is something that uh, kind of a heavy, you know, that always weighs heavy on my heart. And that, well, how did you feel personally about playing Little C? And how I mean, what was it like to? play somebody that was such an important person to Biggie, and what was it like, you know, having to recreate Biggie's murder and, and Tupac's shooting at the studio and, and that kind of thing?
4: Wow, Well, um, playing Little Shoes was actually a, a cool thing because I realized who he was and how, you know, Biggie's an icon. So to play the right-hand man of an icon was something that I knew I had to get right. So preparing for Cease, I just was with him a lot on set while we were shooting and even before we started shooting, just to kind of see how he was and learn some of his mannerisms and get a little information from him on how things really work. And then when we started doing, like, the scenes where Biggie got shot and where Tupac got shot, a lot of the Junior Mafia members, the real original members, were on set. And Biggie's mother... uh Miss Wallace, she was one of the producers on set, so she was there. So it's like, on those days, it was just like this dreary kind of mood on set, and everybody, you could tell that like everybody that actually knew him, even though all the actors were affected by it. But we got through it, you know, we got through it. We were fortunate to have those that were actually there on set as a reference, because it helped bring a, a heightened sense of realism to the movie. Wow, that's, that's, that's pretty- Deep right there
3: Okay Thank you Amy for that And um, let me travel To the 850 area code Pensacola Florida And bring on Buck Buck what's going on
0: What up what up
3: How's everybody doing this evening
0: What's
4: going on sir Alright
0: Buck what you got All man Alright pretty good Alright my question is um, You've been acting for quite some time So who who is the who is the person that you kind of maybe seeked out if you were on set or somebody that kind of inspire you to act? And um, also, you know, what roles are you looking for in the future as far as, um, you know, something that you desire to play? Okay.
4: Yeah. Um, hmm. That's a good question. There's a lot of actors that I like. I would say that, I wouldn't say necessarily they like inspire me, but I enjoy watching them and I, I like their commitment to the craft. Um, I would say Denzel is one of them because no matter what role he plays, he makes sure he makes sure that the essence of him is still there. Um, I really like Leonardo DiCaprio, Tim Roth. Tim Roth is like a great um, character actor, and that's something that a lot of people aren't really good at. Him and Johnny Depp, I would say it's like top of the line with that. Don Cheadle, I love Don Cheadle. Forrest Whitaker, Lawrence Fishburne. Those are some of my favorites that just, when I see them, I, I really, it, it makes me appreciate the craft even more. And um what was your other question that you had asked me?
0: Um, my other question was, um Future roles What role are you what Future roles What are you looking for You know I heard you say That you want to You know Expand a little bit So what is What future roles Are you looking for In particular You know To kind of Branch yeah, out a little bit Yeah you can
4: Have your dream role What would it be Oh that's a good question I would definitely say I want to play Like a psychotic character Either a, a Psychotic like Killer in a thriller type suspense movie, one of you know PG thirteen, tense movies, or even something like uh, a character that's just off mentally. Maybe has like schizophrenic or or MS or or uh, what do you call it? Bipolar disorder, something like that. I think that would be a challenge. Okay,
3: okay, okay. All right. Buck, I appreciate the question, and um, I'll go ahead and pitch my idea right now, Mark, a modern-day Jekyll and Hyde flick, all mm. right, you know, that, that's 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 the direction you can go, you know what, I'm going to let you have that one free of charge, all right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, cool, I'm going to put that one in the bag. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so tell me about the film you're working on now called Brotherly Love, and um, Queen Latifah has a hand in that, doesn't she?
4: Yes, it's, um, Queen Latifah is actually the executive producer on it and okay. her production company, Flavor Unit. And we we finished uh, principal photography, but we still have to do a couple of reshoots. But that, that set was great to work on because that was like the set of Young Hollywood. There was only about two or three adults in the whole movie. Everyone, Well, let me not say adults, older people. Everybody mm-hmm. else was about 20 five and under so like this movie is really a a sneak peek of what's to come for young hollywood and it was the first set that i worked on and it was a bunch of my peers on set every other project that i've done has always been like older people i'm working with older actors and it's maybe one other kid on set or two other kids on set but to be on a set where it's 14 cast members that are the main characters that are the same age as myself. That was new to me. It was a different experience.
2: Okay. Okay.
3: All right. And, um, <clears throat> excuse me, is, is there a, a release date for that movie or anything yet? Or um, No, not yet. Because of the reasons, okay. they haven't, they haven't threw out a release date yet. Okay. I mean, there's some great talent on the film's roster. Because um, I saw, oh, oh, yeah. I think, Malik Yoba's name, Kiki Palmer, mm-hmm. comedian yeah. Love, even musicians turned actors with uh, Lil Romeo Miller and Macy Gray. Yep. Uh, so, I mean, it sounds like it's going to be pretty good. Now, what's it like for an actor when you're not filming a movie or, or a show? I mean, do you just chill out until your agent calls with a gig? Do you actively seat work yourself? I mean, kind of enlighten the fans on what downtime is like for you If you have any downtime at all
4: Well me, you know, I'm just a I'm a focused person So even if I have downtime where I'm not on set I'm still taking meetings I'm still going on auditions I'm still Looking for new Possibilities to branch out And even if it's not Necessarily with my career I have an acting school now uh Martin John Jefferson oh. Acting Academy So when nice. I'm not on set, I'm still preoccupied with that. So you know, I'm young. You gotta stay busy. When you have too much time on your hands, that's how you get into trouble.
3: Okay, that's right. We don't want you to get into the fall into the Justin Bieber habit. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> nah, not at all. <laughs> all right, that's nice. That's nice. As far as the academy is concerned, um, how would someone get involved with that? As
4: far as like, what's the age range? Uh,
3: do you have a certain enrollment period?
4: Well, actually, it's an opening class. So the class is very progressive and continuous. And I I don't have a set, like, curriculum where it's like we do one thing for a month and then at the end of the month we just go back over that.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: It's very adaptable. And even if no matter what we're working on, I find my students' weaknesses and help them enhance that regardless of what's going on in class. And if people want to get in touch with class, the easiest way is to um, email markjohnactingclass at com. Okay, nice. All
3: right, so as far as the future, um, you know, you're working on this movie now, but will you get back into TV a little more? I mean, I remember seeing you on Law & Order SVU once. Um, mm-hmm. Probably about two or three years ago, I'm not sure. You played in the Treme um, TV series, I think it was on HBO. You played in Dexter, mm-hmm. so at least you got to play in a show with the serial killer. Um, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> will you will you do more TV, or are you strictly focusing on movies? And is there really a, a big, is there a fundamental difference between, you know, working TV and movies?
4: Yeah. Um, well, first, I, I am open to doing more TV. I was actually on Law & Order three times. Well SVU. I was on Law and order S V U three times and Criminal Intent once. And um, oh, okay. I-, I love that show. You know, that's a dope show. My yeah. sister watches it. She's a diehard fan. But um I personally like I think there is a difference between T V and movie because T V is like uh how would you put it? A simplified version of Broadway. You know okay. for Broadway you have to be very consistent. With your character You can't make mistakes on stage There's no cut, there's no action It's just all continuous You have to enunciate all your words And project your voice and, and make sure that you act a little over the top So the audience can feel your energy TV is simplified On a smaller role Because you know a camera magnifies everything But it's the same in a sense Because you're playing this one consistent character if you're on the show for six, seven years, you're still that same character. Right. And it's the same like Broadway. The character doesn't change. With movies, you can play that character for three months on set, four months on set, but the character changes. It progressively changes from movie to movie to movie. So I feel like that's what the difference is. It's a little bit harder to be a uh, a consistent, successful movie actor because your skills of being able to dive into different characters and that adaptability has to be a lot more keen than on a TV show where you're the same character just playing different emotions.
3: Right. Okay,
4: okay. That's a nice perspective, a nice way to look at
3: it. All right. And let me go back to the phones really quick before we get ready to shut things down. Let me go to the 601 area code, Jackson, Mississippi, which is my hometown. And bring on hey.
0: Eminem.
3: Eminem what's going on?
0: Hey, what up Q, what up Radio World? How you doing, Mark?
4: What's going on, M?
0: Hey. Hey man, I just have uh, I got a question, but I got a uh uh just a little compliment first. Um I know you've done many, many uh works now, but one of the ones that I remember you most on, and I really loved it. Cause I think you killed it, man. Uh, was the People PC co- commercials? Oh wow! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm I'm kind of different, so I remember the commercials that that was actually one of my favorite commercials of recent years. And then when wow. I saw you playing uh, a young 50 on uh, Get Rich or Die Trying, um, uh, that's when I I said, man, this brother got a future because, you know, that one it was kind of like a little happy-go-lucky kid that was real smart, you know. Yeah. Uh, uh, with the little pointers and everything And that one was almost like You know in the scene where uh, The dude that looked like Rick James Had uh, <laughs> pimp slapped Because uh, I'm a former pimp too by the way I retired man but, uh, So okay. I like that kind of scene but, uh, So I think that was real notable And my, my question Because I know Q got to get some more time in on you um, what, what would be the advice For Because I like the way you carry yourself I'm listening to the interview and everything what would be kind of your advice for um, actors or people in entertainment or sports or whatever, how to deal with, um, you know, staying focused and not getting caught up into, like, groupies and all that stuff? Because I know you've been in the business basically all your life. It's not like somebody just got a role and they're a converted person at 21 or something like that, you know, just, Yeah. You know, 'Cause Because that would well, be extremely hard for me.
4: I would say that the main thing is you just have to keep people in your life That's going to help you remain focused If you're trying to remain focused on your own And you have the wrong people around you Then it's going to be hard Because the influence is gearing you in a different direction And then we're all human So there may be times where we may be feeling a little stressed out And feel that we would just want to give in to the party life or things like that But then when you have those positive voices around you Saying like, come on man, stay focused You want to have a good time, go to the movies, go out to eat, go play some games, and then go home. What are you doing? You know, that that talks some sense into you. It's a lot easier to stay on track, and that's what I have around me. I surround myself with those around me that I know have my best interests in mind, aka my mom, my dad, my brother, my sister. So, you know, other than that, I have a few friends here and there that have those best interests in mind as well, but... I would never associate myself with those that I know live that party life on a consistent basis or are going to try to steer me in the wrong direction just because they're trying to be more of a friend than somebody that's going to tell me right from wrong. And I think that's what a lot of people, you know, industry professionals, and even those outside of the industry, kids in high school, I think that's what they lack. Mm
3: -hmm. I agree with that.
4: All right. Thanks for that, Eminem. I have
3: a couple of more callers. Um, okay. Let me go to the two four eight area code. Crystal in the Motor City, Detroit. What's going on, Crystal?
2: Oh, hi. How are you doing, Q? And hello, Mark.
4: Hey. How are you?
2: I am great. I am a fan,
1: and um,
2: I really, I really did love you and um, Get Rich or Die Trying, playing uh, little Marcus. And, um, I thought that was a really good role and and actually, a really good movie. They did pretty good with directing what I thought was very well um but my question for you is um how do you make that transition from being a child actor, as you see most people um relate to you as um little Isaiah and some of your you know your earlier work. How do you make that transition from being the young child actor to to an adult. And um, also, did you ever think about doing any directing in
4: the future or anything like that? Okay, well, um, first I think the way that the best way to make that transition, the way that I've been making that transition, is just being selective with the roles. Sometimes mm-hmm. some child actors that are trying to transition into adult roles, they're still taking these teenage roles when they well into their 20s. And it's like sometimes, even though the opportunity may be there to make money, you have to understand how it's going to affect your career. And a lot of people don't consider that. So what I've been doing is just being very selective with the roles that I take and slowly but surely increasing the age range of of my films, like picking roles where they're a little bit older to slowly ease my way into that adult look, that adult era, and just having to say no to some things because – it may be good for now, but it might affect the future so that's just the way that um myself and my parents and my agents decide to like make that transition
2: Okay. And what
4: was your what was the other question
2: Oh, it was about did you ever think about becoming maybe directing your own films later on?
4: I actually did um I've thought about okay. that a lot. It's something that I definitely want to do in the future, but right now I'm producing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I have a a short film called uh, No Strings Attached and a show called South Brooklyn. Mm -hmm. Okay. We're going to
2: check
4: that out. All
3: right. (laughs) Thanks for that, Crystal. And um, I was just thinking back to what Eminem mentioned about the People PC commercials. It took a while for it to kind of hit me, but I remember it now because you were dressed up in the suit and had the little... Um, Like a chalkboard or something You were pointing out stuff And mm-hmm. I remember that commercial I remember that
4: very well
3: I uh, remember yeah. the dust off of that one Because I know that's been <laughs> at least 10 years Yup, so. it's
4: been a long time I remember a that long You long did time.
3: kill that commercial Because I remember seeing Look at the little brother on TV speaking." Of, I-, I thought it was impressive Alright, uh, <laughs> let me go to the last question of the Last caller Go to the seven three two area called Ray in Jersey. Ray, what's happening, man?
5: Hey, what's going on, Q? How is everybody like? Hey no what's no going more, on, man. Ray. No, what you got? Oh, okay, yeah. I just wanted to say, you know, I watch uh Mark and uh get Richard die trying. You know, of course everybody saw losing Isaiah, him as a kid and um and notorious, so I mean, he does uh, good roles when he does them. You know, listening to him, I just got on about five minutes ago, but it seems like, you know, he got his head on straight. He got a good foundation, and he know where he wants to go. For the most part, you're doing the right things, sticking close with your family, loving your family, got your best interest at heart, and, um, you know, just uh, limit your friends, and you'll be all right. I was Appreciate just wondering. What is the next role that we gonna see you in? Because you know I like to watch your movies. I I appreciate.
4: Good actor. Thanks a lot. I actually have three movies coming out this year already. Um, One is called Brotherly Love. That's the Queen Latifah production. Uh, Another film called Happy Baby. That's based off a a best-selling book, and um, another one called Newlyweds. And I'm in talks now to sign on. To another movie, and uh, already signed on the two others that I started shooting. I think the next one starts shooting in March. Yeah, in March. Yeah. Yeah. So I got I got a couple of things going on, man. Just trying to stay busy. Yeah,
5: that's the best thing. Stay busy, stay positive.
4: Definitely. Thanks a lot. All right.
3: All right. I appreciate that, Ray. And. Okay, we'll go ahead and wrap things up, man. Other than your IMDb page, where can people find more on you? Is there a website? Are you on Twitter or
4: any other social network? Well, yes, my um my website is under construction right now. But well, my Twitter is Mark John J M A R C J O H N J, and my Instagram is M J J underscore John, so people could definitely find me there. Okay, nice. All right, well, Mark, I mean, thanks so much for taking the
3: time to join the Talk to Q Radio show. We all look forward to brotherly love and your other future roles, especially that Jekyll and Hyde reboot. You know where you're a you're a professor by day, but a serial killer, crime fighter who hears voices in his head at night. All
4: right, that sounds good.
3: I'm I'm gonna take that one too. Okay, okay. Just long you put my name in the credits. I'm good with that. I got you. <laughs> All right, Mark John Jeffries everyone. And I appreciate you coming on. Check him out on Twitter at Mark John J and on Instagram at MJJ underscore John. All, All right. You me. Thank you for joining. And that's gonna do it for the Talk to Q radio show. Uh, special Wednesday edition. Again, I want to thank uh, my sponsor, uh, my sponsors. Uh, I want to thank Mark John Jeffries, show legends, callers, all the listeners. Um, I want to thank the lovely Miss Waddell from This Needs to Be Said Media for hooking me up once again. Um, also, I want to thank another sponsor, private, Privatespacers.com. Privatespacers offers portable cardboard privacy screens that you can use for almost anything in any situation from company drug screenings to instant dressing areas during fashion shows shows. With a six-panel freestanding structure that's very well constructed, 65 inches tall, 72 inches wide, and only weighs six pounds. You can create a private space in a matter of seconds. Check out private spacers where you live to have private space, anytime, any place. Alright On Sunday, the second of two Black History specials will feature the ladies that go around. I'll have them mix things up in a discussion for the first part of the show, and then I'll bring their fellows on later to comment towards the end. Should be pretty good. Follow me on iTunes and like the Talk to Q radio show fan page. Um, Go to TalkToQ.com for more information. See you Sunday at 10 p.m. Eastern. Peace out.
0: Hey, what up, Q? What up, Radio World?
3: My name is Quincy. And this is my show, The Talk to Team Radio Show.
2: Carly, go ahead. me thank you for having me on your show. It's so awesome to be here with
0: you and all your listeners. I never really have a lot of pity for females when it comes to relationships.
1: Well, I am pro-woman, but I'm not anti-man. I know the value of a good man.
5: You know, we need more shows like this because people need as much relationship help out there as they can get.